This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending July 15th of 2023, the best inflation news in a long time, why you might get some money back from B of A, and a ranking of state economies with two of my favorites at the top. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. We begin with economic news from this past week, and the big news came from two promising inflation reports. With a tiny 0.2% increase in June, the Consumer Price Index, or CPI, shows that inflation has been slowing down. The June reading is down from a 0.3% increase in May and brings the annual rate down from 4 to 3%. It's the lowest rate of inflation we've seen since March of 2021. The core rate of inflation, which omits food and gas, rose the same 0.2%, but the annual rate is still on the hot side. It's currently at the 4.8% level. The core rate is considered a better gauge for price growth and is still well above the 2% target the Fed is aiming for. But things are going in the right direction. The Bureau of Labor Statistics also reported good news for wholesale inflation. It says the Producer Price Index, or PPI, rose 0.1% in June and indicates that wholesale costs may have stopped going up. The annual rate has now slowed from 1.1% in May to just 0.1% currently, which is very close to zero. The core rate shows the same monthly increase with an annual rate that's now 2.6%. Economists are still predicting that Fed officials will hike rates again at the next meeting despite these great reports, to make sure they've squeezed every last drop of inflation out of the economy. San Francisco Fed President Mary Daly more or less confirmed that view, saying that it's really too early to declare victory on inflation. She says she's still in the wait-and-see mode. Fed Governor Christopher Waller also spoke out after the CPI report, saying, The report warmed my heart, but I've got to think with my head. He says he's seeing two more 25 basis point hikes by the end of the year. The weekly jobless report continues to highlight the strength of the job market. Jobless claims dipped again from a revised 249,000 to 237,000 last week. The decline may also have been impacted by the July 4th holiday, if workers didn't apply for benefits right away. But the big picture shows that the job market is still going strong. Mortgage rates are not doing what we'd like them to do. Freddie Mac says the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage was up 15 basis points last week to an average of 6.96%. The 15-year was up 6 points to 6.3%. The Mortgage Bankers Association reports that average rates were up in the 7% range, but decreased slightly after those reports on inflation. And in other news-making headlines... Bank of America is doing damage control for millions of dollars worth of illegal transactions. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau says that B of A allowed fees to be repeatedly charged for this same insufficient funds transaction, withheld credit card reward points and cash, and created unauthorized accounts to help meet sales-based incentive goals. B of A will be paying $100 million to repay customers for illegal fees, or unauthorized account charges, and about $90 million in penalties. Customers don't have to apply for this compensation. The bank will either deposit any money owed into customer accounts or send checks to the account holders. 
The commercial real estate crunch is easing somewhat with the help of banks trying to prevent defaults. Many of those loans are expiring, and refinancing has become a problem because of high interest rates. Real estate analysts say that banks are dealing with the situation by offering loan extensions and modifications, selling derivatives to fix interest costs, and offering subsidized loans to investors to purchase defaulted loans. Analysts say that lenders are hoping that this will help tide things over until properties become more profitable, and refinancing can take place with lower interest rates. And the data reportedly shows that it's working. As an example, a U.S. news article says that about $2.1 billion in CMBS office loans matured in May. That's almost double the total amount that matured from January through April. A Moody's report says that a little more than a third of those loans were modified or extended. The default rate is currently at about 4%, which is well below the projected 10%. Analysts are, however, predicting that it could hit 6% by the year end. This last story is about the top 10 U.S. state economies, and the two top-ranking states are at the top of my list for investment. According to CNBC's America's Top States for Business study, Florida leads the nation with a score of 340 out of a possible 360 points. GDP growth last year was 4%, job growth was 4.9%, and the debt rating and outlook was AAA, according to Moody's. Texas, of course, was in the second position with a score of 324, a 2022 GDP of 3.4%, job growth of 4.8%, and also a AAA debt rating and outlook. Well, that's it for today. If you'd like to know about the other states on the list, you can check a link for the article at newsforinvestors.com. And once you're there, you can join Real Wealth. It's free, and that will give you access to our private website where you can get referrals to property teams in both Florida and Texas who come highly recommended by our over 70,000 members at Real Wealth. I'm Kathy Fedke. Thanks for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.